You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. No, I wouldn't do anything different. Um, I wish things would be a little different. Coach Osborne was this way. He wasn't quick to crumble kids up and throw them away. Some of the kids that are in some of those situations, if, if they're gone out of this program, um, that road doesn't lead to very many good places. So as long as I'm here, I'm going to try to help these young men as much as I can. That's the promise I make to their parents when I sit in their living room and tell them we're going to try to help them no matter what. There's certain things that they know if they do, I'm not going to help them, and they're on their own. But I, I want what's best for all these guys. So we're going to try to continue to help them as long as they can be helped and there always comes to a point where you have to throw your hands up and say we tried until then we want to do what's right by them I think that's the right thing to do we certainly try to do everything we can for Mo and hopefully it works out well if you're not going to live up to the standard of what we've set for Nebraska you know we, we've said from day one you know we uh you know we're going to either straighten you out or we don't want you here and uh you know it's, it's one of those deals where you know we set a standard if you're not willing to go out there and you know live up to that standard we, we got a problem with that and I, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be the one sentences anyone you know whatever the coaches decide that's what we'll do and you know whatever coach Frost ends up deciding you know we're gonna stand by him and back him up and welcome here to this edition of the Husker Online Show Sean Callahan Robin Washett Nate Klaus as you heard Jack Stoll um, just talking in big picture gen- generalities about players not abiding by the rules and clearly referencing the Maurice Washington situation as most of the talk this week at Nebraska has been about off-the-field stuff as uh, Nebraska getting ready for Saturday's 2.30 game at Indiana. Uh, they officially parted ways with Maurice Washington. And, you know, I got a little bit more clarity, guys, here later in the week. And I don't know if it was really just one specific incident, whether to me it was more a collection of everything. And what I was told was, you know, bottom line is he just wasn't being a good teammate. He wasn't being a good Husker. And you know, for a guy that's only given you about 29 yards rushing per game in four Big Ten conference games, is it worth all of this? Is the lemon worth squeezing any more for what Maurice Washington was was doing? Was the bad really worth it? And I think at the end of the day, Scott Frost is like, we tried, and now we move on. Well, especially, um, you know, when that production on the field, you look at the last three games he played in, he didn't do anything. And so, no, the lemon was not worth continuing to squeeze, uh, especially with, you know, all the other stuff that went with it. And, um, you know, we don't know what happened behind the scenes, you know, about you know, missing meetings or what he did at practice or whatever it was. But what we did see uh, the game when uh, the, the, he spent the entire first half just on the bench by himself, remember? Like, not around his teammates. There's, a, I think, KTV had a screenshot uh, from the sideline. As where, Wandale scored yeah, the 42-yard touchdown. Right, right. So all his teams are up on the sideline celebrating, and there's Maurice with his helmet off, kind of pouting by himself. Uh, and then when he got hurt uh, in that one game, um, when he got – Illinois. Illinois game, yeah, when he went to the locker room and is tweeting at Larry the Cable Guy. And Fo Pelini. Yeah, and Fo Pelini or whatever. Uh, like, I mean, those are the types of things that – that just show that this is a guy that's not interested in putting the team first. I mean, he was always kind of seemingly about himself and whatever was best for him, and that was great when he was playing well, but when things started to wear on him and, you know, he got dinged up a little bit and couldn't play and uh, things got hard, uh, we saw how quickly things flipped. And so you pair all that with, you know, obviously his situation in California. Uh, it's just it, I don't think Frost and the staff had much of a choice but to cut ties. Well, the thing about it is – the staff has not shied away from letting it be known that they've kind of gone out of their way to, to help him along and to kind of 
you know, kind of hold his hand through certain situations and make sure that he's getting from point A to point B on time and doing this right and doing that right and trying to trying to teach him and mold him and, you know, going really bending over backwards for him in a lot of ways. And and I think there becomes a point in time where that can be counterproductive to your team. And when, when someone's getting special treatment or, or is able to, you know, maybe the rules are bending a little bit for him or whatever, I think it can be counterproductive. And, um, you know, and, and so I, I look at this as maybe a situation where, yeah, Maurice Washington is a supremely talented player, but, you know, if, if you take that away, if you take that out of the locker room, does, do, does the team come together a little bit more? Is it, it could this be a, a situation of addition by subtraction type of deal? And, um, you know, that remains to be seen, but I, I would not be surprised if that is the case. Well, and was he doing the things off the field, like going to classes, uh, maintaining grades that needed to be maintained? Was he doing the things in the weight room to make gains? Was he following the nutrition plan? Uh, we know he had an incident with marijuana over the summer uh, where a hot pipe was found on him um, in a dorm room inside Memorial Stadium as he had a pending uh, thing over him with a felony charge um, in California. So, you know, he, he's given he's been given multiple opportunities. And Scott Frost, you know, stuck his neck out for this guy and really put his reputation on the line. Um, so this was hard for him to do. I mean, because I think – he, like a lot of people, want to see the good in everybody and try to find that good and make them a better man. And, and this was a case where um, clearly he was not taking to the mentorship and the guidance of what Nebraska football could maybe have done for Maurice Washington. Well, especially with, uh, you know, where Frost was as a player himself here. I mean, he was around a lot of teammates that had it not been for that structure uh, of the football program, who knows where their lives would have ended up. And, uh, you know, clearly we saw some of that with, um, you know, when football's taken away, uh, guys can fall apart pretty quickly. And so I think he understands, you know, having, you know, played for Tom Osborne and seen the way that he's handled those types of situations, how valuable and important those are just for, for the people involved, you know, with some of those players that have those backgrounds where, um, you know, sometimes making the right decision is, is hard. Uh, and, you know, he wanted to be the guy that helped Maurice get things back on track. And I think it went beyond just being an exceptional talent and wanting that potential to be realized. It's, you know, he, he wanted to look out for Maurice as a person. And uh, I think it just came down to a situation where, you know, you can only have the dog bite your hand when you're trying to feed it so many times before you stop feeding it. And I think that's just kind of the point where they got to where, uh, you know, Maurice kind of he needs to help himself you know everybody's been trying to help him for a long time but at some point you got to figure things out on your own I think a good question to ask is would Nebraska go through this trouble with Maurice Washington had it not been for a, a very shortened window of them trying to piece together that 2018 class um, and, and trying to get the, the best players that were left available in that short amount of time and and I don't know if they would have. I mean, you saw Maurice at one point in time had pretty much every big offer in the country. He could have gone anywhere. But all those teams kind of fell off the map. He was expelled from school? Yeah, he was expelled from school. I mean, it, it, there were a lot of red flags, and I think a lot of the teams fell off uh, as signing day approached. And um, But Nebraska had had to fill that class in, in a hurry uh, with a, a large amount in of transition players. classes, Nate. They we, never pan out. We, we've I mean, seen enough rarely. now. There's yeah. not been really any that have been great at Nebraska. No, very rarely do you get a transition class that pans out. And, and a lot of it is because you don't have that uh, you don't have that time to, to really get to know the players and, and kind of get to 
um, you know, you know, get to know them on and off the field and know what they're like and, and create those relationships with them. You just you have to go out and get the best available people and you know whether that's whether they're good people bad people or whether they have baggage or no baggage whatever uh and and more times than not those classes don't really pan out all that well and and I'm not sure had it had it been a regular recruiting cycle I'm not sure if Nebraska would have put up with some of that stuff um you know with Maurice Washington well we got a big game to talk about this week guys Nebraska Indiana it's a coin flip game I think Hoosiers started out as a slight one or two point favorite now Nebraska is a one or two point favorite Lots of injury questions on both sides of this with key players at positions like quarterback um, and running back for Nebraska and obviously quarterback for Indiana. So uh, we've got a lot to break down and discuss as the Hoosiers are coming in uh, with a chance to get to six wins quicker than they ever have in the 21st century, uh, where Nebraska, um, this win would do a lot to kind of solidify you know, maybe getting to a bowl game in a year where we thought that was a given, where right now that doesn't seem – you know, like it's a given. And this is a big part of them having to get to uh, bowl eligibility. So we've got a lot to break down and discuss here on this week's edition of the Husker Online Show.